Tom Bernard Show with Mike Molina, Andy Brand Bernard, Mike Bryant, Chris Eggert. Our special guest, Chris Eggert, in studio. We're learning a lot. Then Andy just put up a story. The source of a stench that bewildered the residents of Argyle, New York, this fall has been identified. It's a grisly one. Hundreds of pounds of rotting moose meat. Mm. Ooh. Great. Who got a pot, bunch of moose? Where'd you get a pile of moose yeah, meat? Where are there, man? Rot? Where From are there? moose. Well, someone <laughs> shot a moose. Yeah, but where in the world sure, are there that you, many? Alice. What's the plural of moose? Moose? No, one moose can weigh like 800 pounds. Right. Well, yeah. True. They're yeah, enormous. That was the number one, that's the number one killer of cops in Maine for a while. Was moose, moose jumping because they're so high up and their yeah. legs oh, would yeah. come out and their body yeah. would go flying through the front. We'll be back. Joe's on the horn. Chris is in studio. Back in seconds, Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt. Then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, that works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. If this guy hangs around, he could probably sell a record. He is making a list. Frank Sinatra. Yep. And he Gonna looks nothing like Ronan Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> that is, honest to God, I, we've just been begging Ronan Farrell to do that 23 and Me. And then look, read it and go oh. to Woody Allen. Go, Woody Allen. I didn't what? know you were Italian. What? <laughs> Woody, you're Italian, huh? I didn't know that. That's funny. God. He, look, he looks exactly like Frank Sinatra. That is funny. It's amazing. Have, any, have you guys given that as a gift for Christmas or anything? I did it myself just because. You did? Oh, 23 yeah. and Me. Mm-hmm. I've heard people giving it out as a Christmas gift that also feels a little weird. That then. is yeah. kind of weird. Like, no. you don't really fit in around here. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so could you just go ahead and take this test and, I don't know, just out of curiosity. You'll never fail. <laughs> she wrote the dying what? woman with 12 kids. Uh-huh. She had 12 kids. One had red hair. Okay, so she's dying. Oh, no. And her husband comes up to her and says, you know, I always had one question for you. And she says, well, what's that? He says, the question I had is, what's the deal with the red-headed kid? She looks at him and she goes, that's the only one that's yours. <laughs> oh, man. Boom. That's nice. A little family show today, ladies and gentlemen. Joe's still with us? Mm-hmm. Nope. He oh. Oh, oh okay. Joe. Never mind. Merry Christmas, Joe. Going back Merry to work, Christmas, I guess. Joe. Bye, Joe. Go ahead and get back to work. 
that'll it'll all work out in the end. Uh, I got to finish a story we started reading earlier. The source of a stench that bedeviled the residents of Argyle, New York, this fall has been identified as a grisly one. The Post Star reports hundreds of pounds of rotting moose meat, including the animal's head, were yeah, the you're culprit. Right, hundreds of pounds. Hundreds of pounds, could yeah. Be, could be one moose. Yep. After tracing yeah. the smell to its source, the State Department of Environmental Conservation's detective work led them to a Vermont butcher who pointed them to <laughs> Raymond Graham, an Argyle man who had legally shot a 665-pound bull moose oh. in Vermont earlier this fall. <laughs> Graham admitted to the stupid mistake and said he thought coyotes would make short work of it. <laughs> I should have just dug a hole and buried it. Yeah, you'd have been digging for a while. Yeah, burying a moose. Why didn't the coyotes eat it? I don't know. Why wouldn't they eat or it? Or some kind of animal, you'd think. Although maybe if they thought there was any chance, it was just playing possum. How you know. did the butcher get involved? How did I don't know. The guy? If the guy did, he bring it in and butcher it and then put it back out. I don't. Or did the cops go to the butcher and go, "Hey, we got a smell. We need somebody with an mm. expert nose." Be what you. animal does this smell Can like? Can you sniff that out? Well, I'm wondering if he shot the moose, carved out, you know, 100 pounds of meat, which is all he could carry. So called the butcher. And then, just, and then brought oh. that to the butcher but left the rest there. Uh, maybe. Huh. I'm one, I, that might be it. Because how are you going to bring 600 pounds of meat over to a butcher? Right. A little yeah. tough. Yeah, you'd need some pretty heavy-duty stuff. Huh. It says here that state <laughs> law in New York dictates unwanted game meat be put in the trash. So he was given a ticket. Yeah, for, for, for trash. Mm, yeah, that's, what, that's a very common. That's one of the common uh, penalties people get for leaving stuff like that. A ticket. Mm-hmm. I get yeah, a ticket for, for it. Yeah. I will never forget one time, and this is, I don't know why this just popped into my head, but it's, you know, uh, I had a friend that used to be the the chairman of of I won't even say which hospital. It was a local hospital, a big hospital, and he ran it for years and years. And at one point, there was a big problem because they lost a fetus. They didn't lose a baby. Now they lost the fetus. Uh They couldn't find the fetus, right? So my friend Danny Bubalo, who called in, now lives in Plano, Texas, decided (laughs) this was so cold. So this guy's playing in a golf tournament, right? And he gets to the 18th hole. He tees off. It's a par five. Tees off. Hits a second shot. He's looking at the pin, and there's something leaning against the pin. Oh, my God. Anyways. And he hits his third shot, walks in the green, and it's a little baby doll. <laughs> oh. It's like, oh, man. Wow. That's about as cold that's as that it gets. Going. That's wow. about as cold as it gets. Hey, I found it. Wow. Nice job, Danny. Well, Danny listens to this show in Texas every day. So. Is that just cold? It's just terrible. Uh, well, let me tell you. I happen to have a little experience in this particular subject right now. Given the fact that I lost a body part and uh, about the size of a baby, but you didn't leave it by the got, side of the road or lose I, it. That's I have got what I heard. every one of my friends uh, has got you know everyone's come up with all these wonderful ideas of things to do with with my foot now that it's gone. Um, didn't they keep it? <laughs> well, some of my one of my buddies wanted to keep it in vodka and put it in his bar. He thought it would be a good showpiece. Great idea. Um, one of my buddies wanted to keep it. And what's the game um, where you've got a you've got a big uh, piece of wood and the nail hammer hammer schlager? Ham, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What's it called? Um, hammer schlagen. Yeah, I don't. Hammerschlag. It's a hammerschlagen. Hammerschlagen. Yeah, where you put in the nail. All right. So he wanted to take. He wanted to keep my foot and freeze it and use it. For a hammer, hammer slogging. So you'd have uh, people really have all sorts of really great ideas to, with what to do with your um, so lost they, limbs. They gave it to you? No. Okay, I was going to say if if I if I wanted to keep it and if I stated that I needed it for religious purposes, they would have. Oh yeah, they would let true. us keep it um, because apparently a lot of Native American people keep if, if they've got things like that mm-hmm. um, because it's the body parts are sacred to them so they keep them it's like mummies they would mum- bury them with their organs right my um oh, my, not my, that again my kids wanted to keep it but i i decide we just go ahead and get rid of it we'll i always wonder it's like they're done the amputating a leg and the patient doesn't want it so is there just like a trash can that they throw it all goes in, in it all goes in the incinerator like all that stuff oh, gets they have incinerated like a special incinerator. for medical waste well, that makes sense because otherwise yeah it could be some sort of Which, uh, horrible, that kind of bothers horrible. me I Biohazard. It just bothers you that they burn it. 
Yeah, I don't know why. It would bother me less if my buddy had it behind his bar. It still exists, I well, guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right. Have you ever been hey, to the someday, state of New Jersey? That's, that's the whole state of New Jersey right there, the Garden State. It smells like medical waste. <laughs> someday yeah, they're, does, someday they're able Gross. to figure it out. They're able to figure out how to put it back. Mm-hmm. You want to keep I could have cryogenically really, frozen yeah, it, like yeah. uh, what's his name's head? Uh, Ted Williams? Yeah, Ted Williams. Yeah. Oh, it's too late now. Walt Disney? Right. Somebody sent a, a nice that's plant, a nice. but I can't. There's no name on it. Doesn't say who sent it. I hope it wasn't like you know ISIS. <laughs> you sent it. I sent it. Well, how come it doesn't have your name? Should on say it? there should be a card in there that says Alex uh, the whole the four of you. I don't see any card. You liar. Yeah, I did. You made it up as you go along. You didn't send here. It I'll show the freaking email. Oh wait a minute! I just pulled a Christmas tree out of it. Or wait a minute, it's Santa. Oh, you sent it. Well, thank you. Yeah. There is nothing in the card. It doesn't say. Well, here I'll show the dang email so I can show don't you. Don't lie to me. Don't try to take. take uh, don't try to claim a nice gift like this. Here, wait, hold on. Bachman's confirmation order from Bachman's. <laughs> doesn't mean that I got it. It says, let's see, it's second it's run is what's supposed to go. It's supposed to say Tom Bernard podcast. Catherine, Alex, Andy, and Tom. It does say that. It's supposed to say that's what it's supposed to say. It says, Merry Christmas and have a great holiday. It says Tom Bernard Podcast, Catherine A. That's what it says. Catherine, Alex, Andy, and Tom. That doesn't say any and of that. And it's supposed to say Merry Christmas and have a great says, holiday. Merry Christmas, have a great holiday. It says and that. I almost wrote I almost wrote enjoy the shortest day of the year, but I didn't I decided Which not is to. today. Yep. I looked it up. Uh, you know when sunset is? Uh, I know the sunrise like, was at eight oh four. An hour ago. Sunset is at four thirty. It's oh. order. It's order seven two two eight. Oh, seven two 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 eight three. Nope, you're wrong. Go look it up. <laughs> so, so if that isn't enough proof that I sent it, that's my uh, gift to you. Four thirty. The sun goes you. down today, huh? Wow. Four thirty. Yeah, the sun came up at eight oh four, and it goes down at four thirty. Mm. A little dark. It's pretty early. That is. We lived yes. in Seattle for five years. Um, How was that? Prior to coming back here. Um, everything they say about Seattle, like all the stereotypes, the rain. Are, it's true. Um, it, but it's it's crazy because it's from Labor Day to Fourth of July. Labor Day to Fourth of July, mm-hmm. it's cloudy, like with a day or two, and that's You're not, not exaggeration. You're talking Labor Day. I'm talking Labor Day. Um, all the way. Around it's here. ridiculous. God. Did you did you drink a lot of coffee and want to do heroin? Um, not not so much the heroin part, but the coffee the coffee bit is. But it's like the streetlights there come on at two o'clock in the afternoon oh, this time of year. It's insane. It's so, so I weird. wonder what it's like up in what is it Barrow, Alaska? Barrow, Alaska, right? which oh. dark man. Yeah, can you believe well, that? How I mean, hard that would be. To, they don't for, even really have like traditional day night cycles. It, True. It'll, it, no. Yeah, the day can range anywhere from two hours to twenty three hours there. What well, happened there, in Scotland? Fourth of July, and it's like. Hey, there's a lit firework. <laughs> firework. You know? First time I ever went to Scotland to play golf, we were staying at, in Ayrshire, Scotland, which is on the west southwest coast, I guess it is. And I had a 7 a.m. tea time. And it's 11 o'clock at 9 o'clock. I better go to bed so I can get you know six hours sleep or whatever. It's still light out at 11 o'clock oh. at night. And I'm like, oh, God. So I went to sleep. I wake up. And it's light out. And I thought, oh, God, I must have missed the alarm. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Yep. It was dark from like 11.30 till 1.30. Oh, that is so like, weird. God. 22 hours of daylight. Okay, well, that's interesting. But Jeez. that's like one day a year, apparently. I don't know. Whatever. Huh. Was it? That would be How'd you golf? Horribly. Oh. I was never a good golfer. Mm-hmm. I don't golf anymore. I, I could just, get a golf club put on the or a golf club put on the leg. There's another idea. We gonna kick it? I don't mean kick the golf ball. I haven't golfed in years either. You haven't either. No. Oh, because of, oh, yeah. are you are you right-handed? Yeah. So you would have had to go over on your left leg. Yeah, put all your weight in your left leg. That would not have been. I guess good I could at take all. that one too. Yeah. <laughs> God, maybe not. That all works. Out. I think a big spring. Yeah, that's the way to go. That would be nice. Take your dunk again. I'm back. <laughs> so you want to be back on the air before the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean that's with Megan. Yeah, that'd be nice. Competing with you know all the radio morning shows. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Typical. It'd be nice, but See, I don't know. You don't know. Yet. I'm if, not going to rush it. If no. you're outside and you got the fake leg, 
Okay, so you could be going along and you could slip and then your leg could fly off and everybody will freak out. Everybody, everybody near you would just totally freak out. What happened? People are like screaming. And, oh, my God. His yeah. leg just popped off. Yeah. So you said your children are 10 and 12. Yeah. And they've adjusted and they're cool and everything's good. Yeah, they just wanted to, you know. Pick get, up the pace. Get moving. They're like, come on, Dad. When, <laughs> when's this thing going to be ready? <laughs> Because we're ready, we're ready to rock and roll here. All right, let's go. That's I just think it's a great story. It. I think it's very, very good for people to see you just taking this all in stride. Well, maybe that's not the best way to put it, but you know, taking it all in stride. You're not all oh poor because there are so many people now with this oh poor me. Oh, it happened to me, and I'm doing absolutely a lot of people. Well, part of that is I think part of that is um, again like one of the I will say one of the more negative parts of social media uh-huh. is a lot of people that like their outlet maybe they don't have a lot of people to talk to i, yeah. I mean there's you know there are a lot of people that pop up on my facebook feed who are always like like oh yeah. oh this happened and oh you know and i think that's their like that's kind of their way of trying to get some love back from people or whatever but i so i feel i feel the same way like i do feel like a lot of people are really sort of woe is me about a lot of things they and, really are you know I you, know, you know, I was watching something yesterday, and I'm not I am not a fan of anybody in politics. So it's not like I'm a big Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a big Obama supporter or Hillary supporter. But yesterday, they're announcing the tax deal, and Steve Scalise is there, right? This is a guy who got shot yep. in, the, yep. in the... Well, he said something to President Trump as they were standing there. And then President Trump went up and introduced him and said, thank you. He didn't bring him up, but he, he introduced him. And he, he looks over and he goes, Steve, Steve Scalise, I just love this guy. He's a wonderful guy. And you're right. I mean, what a tough way to lose weight. And the anchor came back on on CNN and said, that is just disgusting how insensitive and horrible that is. It's just, it's so wrong. Well, Scalise said it to him. <laughs> so he kind of returned to favor saying, well, that's funny. Because he said, Steve, how are you? And Scalise said, well, it's a really hard way to lose weight. So Trump went, yeah, it's a really hard way. Right. Know. And then that but gets he's a taken horrible out. human being. And then that gets taken out of context for somebody who didn't actually hear the exchange. Right. And they read it. And then the next thing you know, there's like 5,000 articles on the Internet floating around right. about it because, you know, President Trump said this awful, tasteless thing. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. He... He does plenty of things. Oh, he that... does plenty of stuff. There's no doubt about it. He does plenty of stuff. That like just that. really wasn't one of them. I, I just, why do you think, and not so much on a local level, you don't really see a whole lot of it on, on local news, but on the national news programs, they spread so much hate on those programs, and I, whether it's CNN or Fox or whatever it is, just flat out hate of one another. It, it, why do they do that? I don't, th- I, I don't think, from my perspective, and I used to always be. Um, I, I always felt like CNN was right down the middle, and I always felt like when big breaking news happens, they're the ones to watch. Right. When there were things going on in the world, you know, politics, whatever, I always felt like they covered things straight down Fairly. the middle. And I do not see that at all with their coverage not with this president anymore. at all. Not and at all I think anymore. they become MSNBC, when, you know, yeah. the way they were with uh, no, President Bush. So. Bush. Yeah, that's very true. You have to get going. I do. Well, thanks for having me. This that's was awesome, you guys. I'll have you on. I'll come Chris. back when I can walk. Yeah, please Just do come back. <laughs> come back if you can't walk. Awesome. Just okay. come back. Awesome. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5, back uh, February? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we'll be right back, Tom Bernard. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your MyPillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one MyPillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. 
and neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. It's the holiday season. And Santa Claus has got a toy for every good girl and good little boy. Santa's a great big bundle of joy when he's coming down the chimney down. When he's coming down the chimney down. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Tom Bernard Show, thank you again to Chris Eggert. He's been at Channel 5 for many years now, several years now. And as I said uh, before many years ago a hell of a nice guy really really good guy he's one of those guys from south dakota and just takes life as it comes but a great example for people who want to feel you know oh poor me i'm the only one going through this hey look his he's a public figure so it wasn't like he was going to go through getting a leg amputated no one's going to say anything about it there was tons of coverage on it which he had to go through and uh did it in the classiest manner on earth. Always been a great guy. Really, really good person. So, But I meant that very seriously. The Hubbard family's very, very good about things like that. They don't have to pay him, but they're paying him. You know, of course, if I had $2 billion. I... Uh, Michael Bryant's best friend, Senator Ralph Lankin. My best friend? That's your best really friend? Really, my best friend? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's, uh, what did you say, January 2nd? Yep. Yeah, January you were 2nd. saying he wasn't going to leave. He was leaving. I, I said he this was all You were saying on Tuesday. You thought he might not leave. It was making oh, it up. I, so. I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. If that guy doesn't have one of the highest-paying lobby jobs in the history of Washington, D.C. in the next six months, I'd be shocked. Uh. He's going to be a lobbyist, and he's going to be a fundraiser. He'll be a fundraiser. I don't know if he'll be lobbying. I don't know. Well, it's a possibility. But, I mean, I don't know. It, it, he, it would have to depend on what kind of uh, issue it was, whether or not it would be high paying or not. Oh, it would be very, very high paying. Some of those lobbyists now make 4 or $5 million a yeah, year. A lot of them are Republicans. That yeah, a lot of them are Republicans. Republican, That's true. You know, That's so. very, very true. But, um, but, yeah, he's leaving. Now, I don't know if I heard someplace that it might have something to do with his pension, that the reason he waited, oh, waited, one, for, more, for waited one more year. One more year is because it gives him qualified for more. That would bother me. I don't, I, if yeah, he stayed longer just for yeah. that, yeah. but I don't know if that's the case or not. So I don't know because I thought if you served one day in the in Senate, in Congress, that you got full pay for the rest of your life. Well, that's you get extra, you get extra benefits though. Oh, do like you? there's some extra benefits you get based upon how long you go. Because because like uh, Rudy Perpich was going to go be a janitor or something for some time period. Oh, that's right. Like there's that's this weird right. kind of extra qualification you get if you get some extra time in with the government. Yeah, I just uh, uh, I don't know. It's just I'm not real fond of politicians right now. And it, and it's on both sides of the aisle. I, I just these people are so self-serving it drives me crazy. You made Eisenhower a Democrat the other day on Tuesday. I did? Yeah, when they listed off the Democrat, the people who had had affairs and who they had had affairs with. Oh, I think they you said Democrats. they were all Democrats, and Eisenhower was a Republican. I don't know enough about Eisenhower to have any idea. <laughs> well, well but he does. Well, <laughs> one thing I can tell you about Eisenhower, he's the last guy who ever balanced the budget. No, didn't Clinton balance the budget? Well, Faye in a fake man. Well, but he did. Uh, he, he really well, wanted to go fake or fake not. He, he did. Well, he Harry Truman balanced it, but that was fake, too. Well, he, he yeah. He put Social Security in the general fund. Right. That, Cheater. I would agree with that. So You're a disaster. Now, the other thing I was thinking about is this whole discussion about, about affairs and stuff. There wasn't any talk of Obama having an affair. No, no. So Obama may be in that that Carter group of a president we've had that no one's really got any information because on. Because most of them have had affairs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Most no question of them about have had that. affairs. But I think, well, the Bushes, I mean, at least Bush Jr. Well, both Bushes, I think it's pretty clear. So... So, what? Yes, there are stories very solid about both. In the bushes. combined twelve years, or like I was only obviously remembering the last eight with W. Yeah, 
You never heard anything about that. Like there, he, there wasn't a lot. Of, if there had been a lot of talk about it, they would have been talking about Kennedy the whole dang time. Well, so, that's well, all they, they would have never shut but up about There's him. a secretary that supposedly traveled with with Dad for a while. Plus, Dad's oh, always, apparently Dad's always busy yeah, Dad, grabbing yeah. ass. Oh, he, yeah, he was always <laughs> grabbing ass. Apparently, so. Uh, telling some lame joke. What was yeah, the, lame? well, the lamest joke in the world? Yeah. Oh, uh, David Copperfield. Yeah, Copperfield. That's David right. Yeah, David Copperfield. Copperfield. That's, right. that's exactly yeah. what yeah. it was. But yeah, you know. But I. But I was talking about that the other day. As far as the public figures in this state, mm-hmm. uh, television people, radio people, I have never heard of anybody sexually harassing women. I not any of them that I know of. I mean, I don't know most yeah. of them, but you would think you would have heard about it if it was happening. Yeah, or you'd definitely be hearing about it now if it was a big issue. Yeah, you would you think know? that they would have heard about it in the last yeah. month or so. Yeah. I, I just don't know that it goes on a whole lot in Minnesota. Yeah. In that area, anyway. I don't know. We, we'll see how the whole thing shakes out. Senator Al Franken plans to officially leave the U.S. Senate on January 2nd. The AP reports the announcement Wednesday from a Franken spokesperson should be uh, should put to rest questions surrounding the timing of the Minnesota Democrats' departure and concern that he might reverse his planned resignation. See? Because, yeah. well, that was that an was issue. People were bringing one. it up, and you were talking to No, you weren't the only one. A lot of people were talking about that. You were stabbing that. me in the back. But he's not, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was doing. I said <laughs> half my time stabbing you in the Stab back. Stab you right in the back. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Franken announced uh, earlier this month that he would leave in the coming weeks amid several sexual misconduct allegations. His office later indicated it would come sometime in early January. Governor Mark Dayton's choice to replace Franken Lieutenant Governor Tina Smith is set to be sworn in on January 3rd. Smith will keep some of Franken's top staff when she takes office. She plans to run for the seat in 2018. So why and that goes to 20, I think. Why can't Franken just be like, go to hell, I'm not leaving? Well, he could. Well, he could, yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? Because he doesn't want to and it wasn't I'd politically expedient. I'd do it out of spite. Well, that's some people have done that. I, mean, I will tell you the reason that he didn't do it again. He's got some job off being offered to him by Chuck Schumer's buddies or whatever. He's going to make out like a bandit. He, that's he, why. He was in a tough position with the number of people who came out against him. Eight of them, yeah. So whether he had a job or not, he he was in a tough position. And they were using him as a you know way to go after Roy Moore. Yeah, and so there's a yeah, lot of things right. going on. Plus, there's they, he made a huge mistake by... Attacking Bill O'Reilly. It's that like you really can't stupid. go on and attack no, Bill O'Reilly stupid. like that and then turn around and have your own issues. Mm. Yeah, that's very true. It sets you up for the very thing that brought him down. Well, you know? I mean, it's too bad that it destroyed a great human being like Roy Moore. Yeah, <laughs> Roy Moore. <laughs> Holy moly. I wonder how much of that stuff is true. Well, it, it seems the it seems like at least some of it's true. It the, seems some of it and is, And then yeah. that fake thing that they tried to do with the post to set up the post on the story, why would you do that? Wait a minute, I don't know about this. What did he Roy, Roy Moore supporters tried right. to set up, it was either the Times or the Post, with a fake story to then argue that, well, see, they went with this fake story. What? Yeah, it was a crazy. Would people just calm down? Yeah, it's, Is it possible that everybody should just dial it back and calm down, and can we just live our lives? I, I wish people would stop worrying so much about this person or this election yeah, so much. Because yep. they, they make so many decisions and so many choices based upon what's right now versus overall. Mm-hmm. You Because know, like the beauty of the Constitution is these guys sat down and wrote a, wrote a, a piece of paper that's worked overall. Mm-hmm. They weren't looking at, you know, well, we'll, we'll, we'll need eight, eight uh, you know, hens and five uh, muskets. You know, that no, wasn't in there. Yeah, no, it was all stuff right. that was long-term, and that's... That that's what makes that document beautiful and what they did yep. really good. You know? People focusing on the short term <laughs> is what made me go from apathetic about politics to like actively apathetic about them. Yeah. <laughs> like I make an <laughs> effort to not <laughs> care about them now. <laughs> because it's like it, it, it never <laughs> matters. People say every year the world is going to end something I know. there's going to be some horrible calamity and then it never happens yeah. and it's been going on for 15 years now and it's like how uh, the track record is that it's not tr- coming true so why would i believe it this time yeah we got another 43 years according to isaac newton it's not that i don't care i really don't care yeah, exactly. <laughs> i really don't care i really don't yeah. care isaac it's newton a, just, isaac newton said the world was going to come to an end on 2060 he did oh. huh he did, yeah. I wonder what that was based on. 
the Bible. Mm. The Bible. Yes, okay. he based it on the uh, studying the Bible, and I'm an equal but opposite reaction. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if he threw that in there or not, but I don't know. As I said, I, I look at all this stuff going on. I, Michael, as an attorney, I want to ask you this stuff. Sure. We do have to have due process at some point. Mm-hmm. You just can't have people accusing people of things and automatically they're guilty. But I'm not as worried. I, I don't have the giant worry of a whole bunch of fake people coming forward. I mean, so far... In a majority of cases, uh-huh. people have come forward, and the person they've come forward for has basically gone, eh, you know, it's yeah, maybe yeah. not as bad as you said, but I yeah, I did that, I do. did this, I did that. You know, Michael right. Moore stood up against those people, and they went away, yeah, and that was clearly a, a made-up story. That was but a made-up story. the reality is, is I don't think this whole giant concern of, oh, my God, we may have a whole bunch of fake stuff come forward. I, no, I don't I, have a it's giant not happening. concern about it. Well, but, yeah, it gets talked about a lot. It does get talked know? about, that's true, but... And, well, there know. have been a lot of fake hate crimes. A lot well, of them. Uh, a lot. Of hate, but hate for crimes. some reason, yeah, it's more. It's mostly relegated to hate crimes. Yeah. Hate crimes, though, also kind of come with some really different stories. You know, when you look at it, yeah. I don't really know what happened in some of these mm-hmm. circumstances where you know it, it looks like it happened one way, and then you find out another, and I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, it's crazy. That's the worst thing about news right now is you get these circumstances where you don't really know what to say. I mean, I is this tax bill really bad, or is this tax bill okay? Yeah, some people are saying it hurts the rich, it helps the rich, yeah. it hurts the middle class. It's like, yeah, just, uh, I don't know. Believe it's, nothing. I, I Believe nothing. Total nihilism. <laughs> it's the only, ap- the only answer. Well, for me, it's not good. I can tell you that flat out. Because the only concern I have about this tax bill is I hope it doesn't kill the real estate industry. Yeah. You know, the fact that you can't write off your property taxes... You can't write off your interest over, what, what's the amount? I don't know. It's a certain amount. I, I just hope it doesn't really hurt the the housing industry. Yeah. Because that's going to be a major, major problem. For me, I, I am going to lose money with this deal. Yeah. Uh, there's no question that I'm going to. So I don't see how they can say that it's all, oh, it's just all piling money on to people that are, it's not true. I mean, well, it's just not true. The only people who C-Corps. clearly come out on top are uh, medium-sized corporations because their tax rate's going way down, but then you got all these complicated write-offs and stuff. But right. most, uh, you know, most um, medium-sized corporations don't really worry that much about that. So it's pretty clear that what's going to happen is they'll be paying less taxes, but... Who knows if the bigger corporations are going to be paying more taxes enough to offset that Which and so forth. Big corporations tend to go away. Yeah. You know, go to other countries. Yeah, you know? that's the thing. Yeah, the Well, I think Ireland or some country just passed a law that said you can't be, be based in Ireland anymore because oh, that's yeah, the new tax yeah. haven. And that's okay. where they were all going. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right about that. Yeah. I think it is Ireland. I think it was so we'll Apple that did it. They moved it, something to Ireland was, so they wouldn't yes. have to pay taxes. And then someone said, no, you can't do that. And I don't know. Ireland yeah. said, no, you can't do that. <laughs> but Get it's, out of our country. It's uh, That part is, you know, I uh, you don't know where what's the truth in some of the stories that yeah. are being it's said. Too com- uh, they did a total rewrite of the tax bill, but they didn't simplify anything. Uh-huh. If but, anything, they made it even more complicated. And then I really like the people who... who uh, ran on the idea that you didn't read the Obamacare, yeah. and then basically didn't read this tax bill. I know. I know none you of know? them ever read anything. No. I know. None of them ever know what the hell they're voting. They on. read five yeah. fast facts yeah. and think that they know the entire thing. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like over the past five or so years, I used to someone would say something online, and I would read the actual bill itself and say, actually, no. In this article here. That's not what it says. It says something else. And then no one would ever verify what I just said. They just keep on believing what they believed. So I just stopped right. caring. But it's also annoying when you have somebody who takes a, a high road, or mm. so it seems, in yeah. the party, like Marco Rubio or Corker, and they're like, oh, I'm voting no. Clearly no. And yep. then they rework the deal behind closed doors, <laughs> yep. and someone like Corker, who's a real estate guy or has – Funds. He can benefit now. Yeah, now he's benefiting, yeah. and he's oh, like, I'm "Oh, I'm totally supporting this bill because yeah. I benefit from." It. Why don't we just vote individually on each individual little like paragraph? Why does it have to be the whole package deal? Because it wouldn't work. 
You don't think so? No, because all these people who jam. I mean, skilled lobbyists are really good at jamming a whole bunch of crap into bills like this. Oh, they are. And as a result, that's what gets it done. That's what picks up this vote or picks up that yeah, vote or those parts. And the, t- and the tax bill would all just be nobody pays any taxes. Well, but and the, then the country would go back. Yeah, it, 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 nobody's going to do that. No. You know? I'm like these guys that want to do it on a postcard. Yeah, you know, I want to do the tax return on a postcard. On a postcard do you know yeah. how much people you'd put out of work with a postcard? Oh, you know, yeah. Maybe you'd save the post office. You well, know? How many accountants are there in America? Because they'd all be, be out a lot. of a job. Yeah. Every yeah. one of them would be out of a job if you did that. Yeah. So it's just not going to happen that way. I just wish, and it's on all of them, that national news anchors would stop lying to people. Yeah. And it's all of them. Not until it's illegal. Yeah, I suppose that's probably true. We will take a break, come back with our final segment of the day, if you can believe it, Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. LASIK changed my life. Dr. David Whiting changed my life. He can get rid of those contacts, get rid of those glasses, and truly change your life. He's performed over 100,000 LASIK procedures, so there's no one else around who can compare. Let me tell you, if you're thinking about having your eyes corrected, check out Dr. Whiting and the folks over at Whiting Clinic. They've got the most advanced lasers, they've got the most experience, and they've got the best price guaranteed. All the reasons you'd choose Whiting Clinic for your LASIK vision correction. Make this year the year that you get LASIK from Dr. David Whiting. Schedule your free LASIK exam at whitingclinic.com, and please tell them I sent you. That's whitingclinic.com to take the first step in having clear, lens-free vision at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening, a beautiful shine. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, the KQ Morning Show, and when I, if I listened to it, I'd take very little of it um, seriously. Except the commercials. The Except those commercials, oh, yeah, I would take very yeah, seriously. If, if, if you hear Car Wars, <laughs> you listen Car to that. <laughs> but the, we had Ella Fitzgerald singing uh, a Christmas song this morning. And after the song. In studio? Was, Mm. Yeah, Ella <laughs> came, uh, came on in with the big old entourage. <laughs> so after the song's over, I said, Ella Fitzgerald, man, I tell you what, those Irish women can sing. <laughs> and people called it in bitch and said, she's not Irish. Oh, my God. Uh, like, oh, my God. Some yeah. people, it's astounding how they manage to not get the joke. I think they're more. It's like, it's so, you, you think they'd have to try. They like, they, they, they get the joke. And then they go into a meditative trance to make their brain not get the joke yeah, anymore maybe. so they can complain about it. It just, how? Yeah, maybe. You think when you say something, they think you're wrong, that they get up and do a little dance before they call oh, it? Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He says I'm wrong. I'm, I'm going to put him in his place. And I'm not going to listen to him. I'm not no. listening to him at all, but I happen to be switching the station. I had a guy come up to me this week. I was at a function. A guy came up to me. And he had to tell me, I've never uh, listened to your show. I don't listen to your show. Mm-hmm. I listen to a different station. I said, oh, that's understandable. Yeah, I just I don't listen to your show. I said, yeah, I, I heard you the first time. And then uh, he went and had a few more drinks. And then he came back to me and told me five things that I had said on the air. Huh. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I thought you didn't listen to the show. He goes, well, I, I was riding along with my buddy, and he had you on. I said, I said those five things on five completely different days. So that must have been a long car ride. Yeah. I don't know. Wh- why do they have to do that to you? Well, he might be a future advertiser. I could be. <laughs> but what I don't understand is why Although, do you have to I work? didn't say I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You used to bitch at me. I just bitched at you. That's, that's true. That's very, very true. But so, Why uh, do they have to do that? And why? It makes them feel important. It, it, they get an opportunity to tell you something. They think you... But it's so listen to odd. 
It's like, I've never heard your show. You're well, lying. that is ridiculous. You I mean, know. you're flat out lying that you've never heard the show. Yeah. So whatever, but uh, it, you know they do what they do, and it all works out in the end. And uh, yeah. and my point was very, very right. <laughs> Which point? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh God, here we go. Here we go. A five-year-old boy who was struck in the face last year by a stray bullet fired during a drive-by shooting accidentally shot himself in the hand this week with his gun his father had obtained illegally. Wow. Yeah, great uh, great neighborhood. Why don't we get our heads out of our asses and stop this behavior? Yeah. But he shot himself, though, so... But the gun was illegal. It's like, how did he... That's the thing about gun laws. You have to... if, If... If... they're getting guns illegally, then gun laws clearly aren't, you know, hey, going to help you, because they're already breaking the law to get them. Check yeah. and see if I left my three fifty seven yeah. Magnum on the coffee table. Right. Well, yeah, I don't want the kids picking it up. Yeah. Cavan, uh, K-A-V-A-N. I guess. Cavan, Cavan. Well, the guy, the father's name is Kevin. Oh, so it's it Kevin and Cavan. So it's Kevin plus, I. well, the mother's Dan Tajan. Antagonist? Dan Tinier? kid, every kid you give just a different initial off, you know, so it's Cavan yeah. and Cavone. Yeah, I don't know where Cavan came from because the mom's name... Well, Dan Tinier. Well, yeah, I think. But there's, the, there's you know, there's the A-N in there, so Kev plus the A-N, Cavan, huh. I guess. Kevin. I don't know. I don't know. Cavan, Tinier, and Kevin. The boy's father, Kevin Collins, was arrested late Wednesday on several felony gun charges and six misdemeanor counts of child endangerment. Police said the 25-year-old convicted felon's gun had a defaced serial number, which is commonly done to illegal guns to make them more difficult to trace. Cavan was listed in good condition at at Comer Children's Hospital. I thought at first it said Corner Children's Hospital. Yeah, let's take him over to the Corner Hospital, yeah. shall we? Uh, the same hospital the boy was taken to in June 2016 when he was shot in the face as he and his mother walked down the street on the city's south side in Chicago, of course. South side of Chicago, it's, there are bullets flying everywhere down there. It's really sad. I love the city of Chicago. What they're doing to that place, I, it's just sad. Yeah. What do you think? Yep. Yep. A lot of, <coughs> lot of deaths. Everybody's getting smoked, and it's just, I don't know. What are you going to do? We we oh, had a service kid. we had a service we had to do in Chicago, and the police refused to go into the building where we had to get it served. Hmm. What? Yeah, because is said, that dangerous? We ain't going in there, so we had to hire a private person to go do it. Oh, so you didn't do it? Oh heck no! <laughs> I'm not driving. Why well, am I going to drive to Chicago to serve any, somebody anyway? I yeah. don't care if it's come on, you big baby. In, well, maybe if he's sitting in that restaurant, I might go see him. <laughs> <laughs> Georgetti. <laughs> yeah. They rap about cop killing, not lawyer killing. Yeah, well, so lawyer killing. They don't have that's yeah. If that's I was going to that building, they'd be like free advice for anybody. <laughs> anybody needs any anybody free help? Need, this, yes. this, I'm here. You need any counseling? Yeah. I'm right here for you. There's there's a there's a jail, Little Falls, where you'd meet with the the client in the middle of the jail. So like all around you was people in the jail in Little Falls. In Little Falls, and so you'd go in there and meet. And I always thought if there was a breakout in here, that was going to be my first thing: is free advice for anybody. <laughs> anybody need free advice? Biggest guy, yeah. you need free advice? You come and help me out here. Got a lot of dangerous actors in Little Falls. Well, I don't know. You know, so well, I suppose there are some. Yeah, Little Falls has a panopticon. Yeah, they did. I don't know if they still got that, but That's they did weird. it at that time. It's just really weird to sit in there with all these people around you. Panopticons are weird as hell. That going into the troublemaker section of Stillwater, that was a strange. Oh, yeah, you don't want to go in there. That was very strange. Oof. You don't want to go in there. But it's still better than going into Supermax. Yeah, yeah I would bet. Yeah. That kid that that grew up, and he was a friend of my brother's, ended up bumping a couple of people up. Man, <coughs> I don't know what I just inhaled, but it's not good. Whatever it is. I'm going to go get something to drink. Talk amongst yourself. Talk amongst yourself. I wonder if maybe the uh, sound paneling isn't like flaking off or something. People get coffee in here all the time. Yeah, they do. That's a real common thing. You guys were talking about that in Uh the podcast. But I wonder. uh, It it may be that the uh, sound paneling is like, you know, degrading. It's flaking off and getting into the air. It's possible. We have a minute. So, yeah, Mr. Do. Molina, would you like to see how wrong you were about the call on Sunday? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs>
If it were any other team besides the Patriots. <laughs> no, the I rule's mean, the rule. That's it. I, I don't – I understand the problem with the rule, but that's the rule. And he's a wide receiver. He's not a running back. People comparing this to a running back – that doesn't make sense. You hand the ball to running but back, and he runs though, with the still ball. Though, it's totally different because if a running back, a quarterback, whoever is running that ball, if they get an atom, a single atom of that ball touches that it's line, it's a touchdown. Right. They could fumble it after that. But they I have mean, control of it because they get the handoff. But I mean, so they have, it's he didn't have control. To he negate had the to have completion, control, right? Just to negate that in, in general, I mean, it's just ridiculous. That rule is so stupid, especially control. on a scoring play. I mean, if he's at the 10-yard line down the other end of the field, 90 yards, that's a big difference. It's, I mean, my God. It's still not a completion. So that's the problem. Get your hands under the ball like Gronk did, and oh, you're all good. Don't get me started on Gronk. First off, he should have been suspended for more than one game. That was a, such a blatant illegal hit. I mean, to be mad about, you know, a little push, a little push for a Bills secondary. I mean, my God, the play was dead. He hits the guy. I mean, he falls on him. I mean, you're Gronk. You know you're 6'8", you're 260. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Well, but he gets hit every play. Oh, I don't he want does. to hear it. Everybody but gets hit. One game That's is, football. One, one game is the, the guys to see at the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh fight that they had. Nobody got a long-term long-term. No, I know, but look at that. the flip side, baseball. But the flip side is Davis does uh, more legal. It was still illegal, but the hit he had on the Packers player, I mean, initially it was a two-game ban that got reduced to one. One. Gronk, it was one all the way, and that was only because they knew Pittsburgh was on the schedule next. That you take him out of that game. The NFL that's was big, very true about that. Yeah. I, I you don't guys disagree. About now. Well, I just was I was prompted Molina with the call on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Why do you let him do it to you, Molina? Because oh, we're both Dagos. Yeah. So plus he's wrong about baseball. Oh. Very wrong oh. about baseball. What, what about baseball? We'll he see. likes those we'll set, those pinstripe guys. Likes the Yankees. Ugh, yeah. Well, Tom did too. Well, when I was nine, I know. then we got but, our own team. I know, but I just get it because of my mom. She was a huge Yankee fan. Well, I know where it comes from. He's a good baseball fan. I, I just, I just give it up. But he's a very good baseball fan. He follows it like a real fan. Yeah. So. What, there are fake fans? Absolutely. Oh. The world is filled with fake well, fans. In fact, a true. number of the fake fans are coming out now, and they're very excited <laughs> yes. about what's going on with in the Vikings. State. In, in this, this state. state. <laughs> I mean, all the people who got – all mad last or all excited last week because the Packers didn't make the playoffs. So what? I know. I mean, it's like I agree. when you got a couple of Super Bowls, maybe come back and get, and get excited. But yeah, you put his quarterback out, which you could say was right or wrong, whatever. He went out, and they'll they'll be back. I'm not concerned about them. They'll Here's be fine. my deal with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I can enjoy it no matter what happens. Because I am, yes, I'm, since I was nine years old, I've been a Viking fan, no doubt about it. But I can enjoy this. Because there's not one person that knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Nobody knew this yeah. was going to happen. No way that we get yeah. your third-string quarterback. You got a running back. Uh, he might be good. Turns out he's great. <laughs> then he gets hurt. Yeah. Nobody saw I'm, this coming. So whatever happens, if it goes on, it's wonderful. If it ends, it's wonderful. It was very enjoyable watching this kid, Case Keenum, do what he's done. But I have to well, tell you, too, I think maybe it's just because the Super Bowl's here and, you know, that's a big deal even if the Vikings were not in contention. But I am not even, like, I'm excited, but, I mean, I'm not building myself up like I was in 09 or 98. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right, I'm just right. like, eh. I think yeah. there's a reason why no team has ever made it in their own stadium. I think there there's is. a reason. Yeah. And I think in the end, <laughs> they'll be taken care of by the NFL. I just, I, I, agree. I absolutely believe that. And... Until the Vikings get there, I don't think they're going to get it, there. Does yeah. it have to do with travel? I I think it has something to do with fans. I think it has something That's to do with I'm the building. Saying. Yeah, the fans will not travel. They already live and here. And then about half the games, the team that is the home team never had a chance. So no, you know, that is true. So you know they could have had it in Detroit or uh, a couple other places. And they it did have matter. a Super Bowl in Detroit, right. didn't they? It, it, yeah. it, no chance that he wasn't going to get there. No, they there. were not going to get That's there. Right. Over the Seahawks. That was Bettis' last game. Yeah. yeah. How about Seahawks getting shut out? Yeah. Where did that come from? That is a bizarre team. What happened well, to them they, this they year? They did score. I mean, it was, what, 42 7? Oh, I thought they. Oh, did it end up yeah, being 7? I thought they, they got scoring. shut off. Okay. So. What happened all, to that team, though? That uh, team just fell apart. Well, they've been plagued by injuries, but I mean, yeah. so what? So every team. Every is. team. Yeah. That's football. Um, but, yeah, they're secondary especially. I mean, on the defensive side, uh, you know, they were known for the Legion of Bo- or Doom or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, they're just they're banged up. And they're getting old. 
Yeah, I mean, that happens yeah, with time too. Yeah. That's that's one of the things is you you yeah. unfortunately have to shuttle those stars earlier than you want to. And, and it, it called, uh, you know coaching. I mean, Pete Carroll is still a great coach, but man, going back to that Pat Seahawks Super Bowl, how the hell you make that call? I know what a <laughs> stupid call. It's Let's throw the ball. <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. And uh, my favorite was Cy had on one of his podcasts some oh guy that God. talked about it being we only did it we only did it in pl- in practice one time in secret. So you know the coaches for Patriots must have stolen the play. Uh. So the Patriots coach <laughs> sat there and thought, okay, this idiot isn't going to run the ball with Marshawn Lynch. He's going to throw the ball. Right. So we're going to run Butler through the middle so Butler can pick it up and make him and win this I game. No way. No. Well, and if, if you're that if you're in that much control, why do you even wait until then to take control? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Eric Mangini and the New York Jets may beg to differ. Well, Look. they did, but a lot of teams were doing that, and they were one of the, they were got caught. So you know, a lot of teams took a lot of film. All I know is we're out, we're still uh, about a month and a half away from Kostaki being able to get out from under that horrible Atlanta loss in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, I could see them getting back into it though. I could see good. Atlanta's got the, the they've got know. the players and they're good enough that they could get through the playoffs. It was not a pretty you win know? on Monday night. No, no, it's they they do have some ugly yeah. stuff, but they got a good team. They got some good pieces on that team, but they're scarred in a lot was, of ways. I was busy breaking up fist fights at a Super Bowl party during that Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God, I'll never forget that. Yeah. It's like, sit down, both you cows. You yeah. never even throw a punch in your life. Have you seen that story, the NFL? The, there's a, a show on NFL Network about the fans that left the game in the middle of the game. Yeah, Marky oh, Mark. Yeah. Remember, yeah. And oh, that's right. Wahlberg left. There was, some guy, there was some guy there that was there when they lost to the Giants. So all his oh. friends were texting him saying, get the hell out of there. You're ruining this game. And then he leaves, and he watches in the parking lot, and then gets all these texts like, how could you leave that? That was the greatest comeback of all time. Yeah, well, see, that's the whole deal. No matter what you do, you're wrong. Yeah, uh, it's all true. But uh, we've got a game Saturday night. You got the Packers hosting your Minnesota Vikings at Lambeau Field. I heard from Steve from Sabre. He said next year he's demanding that I go to a Green Bay Packer football game. With oh, him. today after you were talking. Yeah. Today you were talking. I've never about, been there. Yeah, never been. To, you, well, you've never seen a Viking there. game on the road. I've never seen a Viking yeah. game on the road. That's exactly yeah. right. I've seen twins on the road, but never the Vikings. Yeah. It's true. Michael, thanks for coming in. Merry Christmas to Merry you. Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. Have a good time was, off. Well, I got another day in slavery, but yeah. you know. But you love it. You I do. love being there. I absolutely love being it's, here, and I love being on the Cakey Morning Show. It's true. I absolutely love it. We'll be back tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show.